Hey there, and welcome back to A Conversation for One podcast, the show where I ramble on and discuss a wide variety of topics ranging from horror and sci-fi, multimedia, film universes, theme parks, TV, Canadiana, and so much more, uh, including books, uh, which is actually what we're going to be talking about today. Um, But before I get into that, I just want to give a a big shout out, a big hello to my five faithful listeners, as well as the, again, we're going to do this, I think that we'll do this one last time. Any members of l'Association Canadienne Francaise de l'Ontario, sorry about the French, uh, the Association of Canadian Financial Officers, uh, maybe even the Australian Catholic Film Office, or any other grouping with the initials ACFO. Thanks for coming by, and you're all more than welcome to listen. Uh, so today is going to be quite a treat of an episode for you guys. Um, I was lucky enough to get an advanced reader's copy of, um, of a book. Um, not just any book. This book is a horror, kind of like a pulpy, like thriller novel. Um, that's just a absolute butchered way of, uh, of, uh, describing it here. So it's a horror thriller novel and, um, it's called Osgood is Gone. It's by the author Cooper S. Beckett. Um, so Cooper S. Beckett actually reached out to me about just about almost identically a month ago. Um, but I didn't get, I didn't actually see the requested DM until about the sixth. And he asked me, Hey, would you, uh, like to do an early, get an early copy of this and do a review? And I was like, Oh my God. Yes. Like, I'm so honored. Of course, I'd love to do this. And, um, so the book is, which I'm going to obviously talk a lot more about it, but he was like, yeah, the book is about a queer female ghost hunter done in the style of a pulp detective novel meets cosmic horror. And instantly when I saw that, I was like, a hundred percent I'm down like a hundred percent I'm down um pulp and cosmic horror was like that's all the boxes you need to tick I didn't care about anything else I was just like boom looks good I saw the cover and I was like we're sold done an author reaching out to me giving me something to do giving me something to look forward to giving me something for free I was like yes please where can I sign up and uh Cooper has been I don't I don't know, we're not on like first name basis, but Cooper S. uh, S. Beckett was like nothing but friendly and super accommodating because the book is already out. Yeah, so I got an advanced reader's copy and the book came out yesterday. So I feel pretty kind of bad. It came out April 22nd, um, 2019 in paperback. It was available for audiobook, uh, but now it's on paperback. It's on, um, did I say audiobook? No like ebook, but now it's available paperback and audiobook. And I saw an Amazon hardcover, but I don't know about that. So don't quote me on that, but it was a long, long book. So to just give a little bit of background here, um, I, when I started talking to Cooper, um, Mr. Beckett, if uh, you will, when I was like in talks with like a reading this book, it was just very quick. I had just started a new job and I was thinking, yeah, I'll have tons of time, but it just never happened. I, between like doing the podcasts um, and like working the job, which it was like learning a new job and working constantly, I was like, ah, oh, well, on my days off or like my time off, I had like one day off that week, I think, or my time off. It's like, I can't really, and then I don't really want to read because here's a shocker for you. I hate reading. I'm not a big reader. It's not that it doesn't interest me. I love buying books that just do nothing with them. And, uh, so I have like a huge book collection. Well, I did, I've been selling a lot of them off, but I try to read and sometimes I get really into a book, but I, I don't know. It's not like I have 
what is that OCD? I really don't, but when it comes to a book, I just get distracted so easily. Like if there's ever a lull in the page or it doesn't grab me immediately, I'm like, Ugh, right? I don't want to read this thing. I'd, I just, I'd rather watch the movie. Give me an audiobook all day, all day, every day. I love audiobooks. I just, I think, what is that auditory? Like I'm an auditory learner. Like I love hearing stories. I love books on tape. Um, podcasts are big for me. I love podcasts and, um, yeah, but just reading, not for me, but I agreed to it. And I was like, all right, cool. But I just thought, you know, I saw what the book looked like on Instagram and like, I figured, well, it's a horror novel. Like it's going to be like what? Three, 400 pages. Like that's a normal book. Right. And I was like, I'll just read it on the trip. So yeah, if you, if you guys have been following the Instagram account, um, I went on a trip with the uh, producer for the show, my uh, lovely lady. And uh, we were gone for about eight days on the dot, basically. Like seven day week, day to day, eight days. Um, and I was just like, yeah, on my trip, I'll read this thing. No problem, no problem. So I put it on my phone. I downloaded it, put it on my phone. I was like, you know what? I'll bang off this whole book probably in the plane. And I opened up the book. And the book is 1,300 pages, so not exactly a light read. No, um, not that it was bad, really. The book is the furthest thing from bad. I enjoyed every single page, but it was a big book, and I just didn't plan. And for that, I apologize profusely um, to Mr. Beckett um, because uh, I feel like I let him down a little bit. Um, when He gave the book out to uh, quite a variety of different um, podcasts and horror reviewers, and just book reviewers from what I've seen. And I feel like they all <laughs> did their job. They got the reviews out early or at least a day before or just before the book came out or on the day of, and I didn't. So whether this comes out today or tomorrow, this little episode of mine, um, it's late. And so I apologize, but I'm hoping, I'm hoping and I'm praying that after you guys hear my thoughts and my it's not going to be just a review and I'm hoping like I'm, I'm going to try to be spoilery without spoiling anything um, because I want you guys to read and enjoy this book because it was amazing. And this hearing my backstory here of how I can't read a book and how like I don't, nothing pulls me in. The last book I got pulled into was four years ago and I didn't even finish it. I left it on like the last 30 pages and I didn't care because I'm that kind of animal. I don't do that with books. And it was the Hobbit in case you were wondering, which is great. But again, didn't finish it, but this book, I mean, a little bit, a little bit was like, I felt like I needed to finish it, but that was like 10%. The other like 90% was like, I wanted to finish this book. Like I wanted to, had it been on my own pace, it probably would have been a little more spread out, but I could not put it down when I had it. Like I was running my phone on empty, like reading this thing, the highest brightness on a beach. Right. So I was on, at Cuba and I thought I'd read it and I, I popped it on just thinking, oh, you know we're suntanning, getting burnt to a crisp, and uh, I'll just read this. I brought another book, didn't even touch it, just could not put this down. I was like, I'll read this for 20 minutes, um, just see what it's about. And the next thing you know, I'm like 200 pages in. I've been reading for about an hour, and um, yeah, I could not put this book down. And I will definitely, definitely be buying um, a paper copy, uh, paperback copy, maybe two, who knows? Um, Thinking about doing a giveaway uh, for the end of the year for my Christmas extravaganza part two. And, uh, you know, might I might put in a book. I'm thinking about uh, talking to a couple of people, a couple of friends of the show, sponsors, and um, seeing if I can wrangle up some stuff for a big giveaway. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But, okay, so the book. 
as as I said, it's a it's a it's a queer horror. But the the queer horror part, I feel, is just because there are um, characters that are not like the focus is not like hetero, like hetero. That that's basically the thing, like normalcy, right? Like um, queer to me, and I. I am. I have no footing, no ground here. I'm. I'm very open for sure, but um, to different ideas, different principles, that sort of stuff. I myself am a straight um, white male, so I don't have a lot of ground to stand on in a, in many communities. But uh, I always understood queer to just being like um, different. Um, it's not exactly that you identify as gay. It's not exactly that you identify as lesbian. It's more or less that you um, just don't. You want without like sounding really rude it's having a, a piece of all those pies and not and not identifying as like what is culturally um significant or not significant but like structured right so that'd be like um monogamous or non-monogamous um being into both men and women or and like having multiple partners that sort of thing um but I didn't want to really focus on this so much. I'm going to talk about it, obviously, because it is a central part of the book. But from what I understand, some people wear it with a uh, like a badge of pride, <laughs> no pun intended there, um, to say that they're queer. And then other people in the community or like subsections of the community look at it as in like a derogatory term. Um, so I don't really want to get hung up on that. And I didn't really look into it because to me, I was just enjoying the book for the book. Um, which I did. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed the book. Um, so just to give a little bit of background here. So the book um, starts off with, it's kind of, she's not really like a PI. So the, the character here is, is a, is a, uh, like a 30 something, I think she's 39 year old, um, queer uh, woman who, um, she was a TV star, but now she is a podcaster. But definitely, like, when I started off the book, I was definitely getting, like, huge, and I don't know if it's intentional, and I'm not saying this is copied, I was getting, like, very huge Jessica Jones vibes, like, um, that she's, like, this, like, rough and tumble, like, like, hearty woman who is also attractive, but, like, is weathered a bit, and um, she's, she's, like, damaged, right, like, damaged goods, like, constantly has to be drunk to, like, forget about the past or, like, to keep her, like, to keep her in the world, you know what I mean? And um, she is damaged. Um, so the character's name is Prudence Osgood. Um, so that's ties into the book, it's called Osgood is Gone. Um, but the th best part about Prudence, or I guess Osgood, because we don't really talk about, we don't really use the word Prudence in the book too much because she identifies as her last name, which is Osgood or as Oz, although throughout the book and um, Mr. Beckett here, uh, he did like a wonderful job of like making you comfortable with all of the characters and like feeling like you know them and like bouncing back and forth from different nicknames and different short forms uh, of all these characters and like without batting an eye, not being like, who are they talking to? What are they saying? So Osgood is basically a functioning alcoholic slash drug user. And um, she, it's been a while since she's had any like work. It's been a while since she's done any episodes. She's like coming out of like a relationship that she had with a couple. And she's like constantly like mourning uh, like the loss of a friendship that she had, like a really close friendship. I can't remember if it was like from grade school, but it's definitely from high school, university and so on. Um, and this person is Audrey, Audrey Frost, uh, who basically, and I will say this, I had, there's literally two bugaboos I have with this entire book before we jump into this. And 
it's not really my place to say for the one, but I felt like it was very off-putting um, just with the amount, not with the content, but with the amount of times it was put in. But if it's for, uh, it's, the audience is not for me. Like, I feel like it would be better, right? So let me just say what the issue is. So I, um, wow, I can't even remember what the two things were. So the first one was like any time, like they were talking about something. So the characters here, we have um, Osgood, we have one of the the bartenders who I can't remember, and then we have Zach Nguyen, which is like, so I think Osgood is like 39, and I think Zach is like my age. I think Zach's like 25, if I did the numbers right, 25 or 26, something like that. And he is like an, an impartial too, like zero, it's completely platonic, like no sexual desires, um, he doesn't drink, it's literally like professional friendship, yeah, that's basically it. But he's like the tech guy, as like Osgood says in the book, like the cue to to her bond, I guess. But not really. Like he is very much, honestly, and on, this is my opinion. This is not the problem. I, I didn't have any problem with this. This isn't what I'm talking about. But you reading this book, you're like, well, Zach could easily do what Prudence is doing. It's just the only problem is it's like zach doesn't look at stuff from the outside he's a very straightforward guy he's like the tech guy he's got all the connections to like the people on the web he's got um he's got like the job he's got the money he's got the vehicle and he's he's brilliant he's very smart but he doesn't think outside the box and he stays hidden that's like the big thing he is not a, a social presence so in that aspect he couldn't be the investigator he couldn't be the podcaster but i was just like you know like especially in the beginning like she really takes advantage of him and like you're like well at any moment he could leave right and like you'd be done so but that's the thing you get so intertwined in these characters i was instantly feeling this like in the first i don't know 300 pages this is like a 1300 page book and i was just like yep yeah, i totally cool you may not like be on the same page as all the characters and yet you feel like you know them or you relate to them or aspects about them or like you know somebody in your life who's like them like at no point is it like a stretch to put any of this stuff together and uh i i i love that about uh, a book like sometimes like and sure there were a few pages where it was a little heavy-handed with like force and characterization and like tropes about these people but it felt so natural otherwise i hate that in books where it's like either a I'm going to tell you nothing about this character and then all of a sudden boom like we're halfway through the book or boom we're at the end of the book and you're supposed to know all this stuff it's like how or when it's like the first 20 pages and you're giving like an entire life story it throws me off this book perfectly paced perfectly paced and i'm not even just saying that just keep in mind for all this i am not just saying anything to like sugarcoat anything or to make it feel great i'm not selling this book i'm not getting anything from it other than this the free copy I got. I am just telling you how it is. I enjoyed the crap out of this book. Um, but getting back to the one thing, I can only remember the one thing that, that kind of was my boogaboo. I'm sure I'll remember the other thing later. But at the beginning, it was like anytime like um, somebody like said something like, and they do it a little bit later in the book too. And I get it. It's like maybe kind of like a tongue in cheek thing, but it constantly like goes from like her wanting to be like in it. What is that? What's the term androgynous? What is that called? I think that's what the term is, but it's like where you don't want to be identified as like either man or woman kind of thing. Like, and like uh, the whole like gender spectrum and like how you identify. And it's just like, she's still wearing like feminine like type stuff, puts the makeup on and then like, and then constantly bring up like, like this is not how I identify on like the gender spectrum or like, 
the fact that I, I read gender spectrum like four times within like 40 pages, I was like, okay, like I get it. Like I get this is a queer horror novel. I get that. I honestly do. And I get that it's, it's designed for, well, I'm assuming that shouldn't, but I'm assuming it is directed towards that type of an audience who maybe needs to see that maybe needs to feel that like that. Um, um, I don't know that recognition of that sort of thing. But I was just, it was just like, oh my God, like waterboarding me with it. I felt like just within that short amount of time, if it was spread out throughout the book, whatever. But like just so quickly, I was like, I get it. I get it. Right. Um, but again, I also look at it the other foot. Like if, if Joe Blow, who is like complete arrogant, ignorant man is like reading it and doesn't understand that, that'll either be the thing that teaches him or the thing that's like either t- uh, like, I don't know, makes him stop reading the book. And um I don't know. It just felt like to me, like all I needed to see it was like once or twice, but it's really at the end of the day, it is such a small, 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 small nitpick. So let me just get into a little bit of this. So we have Osgood, we have Zach, and I mentioned Audrey. So these are three main characters. Audrey will come in later in the book, but she's mentioned a lot from the beginning all the way to the end. Um, so, right. So Osgood in the very beginning of the book, gets this like very cryptic email. And it, it, it's, they're all English words, but they mean nothing together and they're not drawing to anything. So she calls up Zach and Zach tries to put some stuff together. And they're basically, they're at a standstill. And they, and you're reading this and you're going, okay, like, I don't, I don't really know what's going to happen. And they end up piecing it together so that they figure out it's connected to this old band, this old band from like the, the 80s and like 90s. And they, the basically the way I understood it is like, not like not like pink floyd but kind of like they like hid messages they had like messages hidden within like their music and just the overall um like fantasy-esque kind of vibe and and lyrics within it were like very led zeppelin-y pink floyd like tolkien almost um and it it mentions the hinterlands the lord of the hinterlands and they're like okay okay and then that pulls up something which leads to um this old conspiracy kind of like not kook but like this conspiracy kind of pirate radio um broadcaster who was like looking into all sorts of conspiracies all sorts of theories like uh lore stuff like that and and then you're like okay the book is honestly like picking up it's um they're just trying to figure out stuff and then the book gets to a certain point um this is like right at the middle and this is like honestly my favorite part of the book and again i'm gonna like talk as much about the book without spoiling stuff um and uh they like they figure out who this guy is and he wrote all these papers he wrote this paper it was called um wow one thing i should have absolutely done was wrote notes on the book but it's hard to write notes when you're when you're reading it on a phone but yeah so they they uncover that this guy who's called the guardian leaves um has this paper that he wrote with his real name and it's called like the rest stop papers. And he tries to send it to police, to government, to anybody who listen. And then all of a sudden this guy goes missing. And so they look into it and they find, they go to a rest stop and they find that all of the papers of like all these kids have like written stuff on, on the backs of them. And it just uncovers a bunch of clues. And at this point in the book, I'm like reading it like, it's like right in the middle, like the meat, the meat of this book. I was just like, oh my God. And like the girlfriend was like, okay, like we need to... Uh, go to the pool we need to eat we need to go here and I was like I cannot put this book down like I can't like it was so gripping the I like I don't know like 
this book, I enjoyed it so much. It's honestly, especially there. So like you, you learn who the characters are. Osgood is like this flawed, broken character with like a haunted past who like is in constant pain and like can't get over like all of her regrets and her, her past. Then you have Zach who's like quiet, withheld, this tech guy who sticks with her just cause like, you know, he like, it don't, you know, like you feel, you feel like Zach, like he cares for her, um, almost like a sister, right? You know, and um, they just have like this bond and you're like, all right, you buy it hook, line and sinker. Like you feel it immediately. And like, I don't know, I have no idea how people do this. As I'm reading this book, I'm just like, cause I have tried writing. I have the most writing I do now is like, I write small blurbs or like a, uh, um, maybe sometimes a majority of like the scripting for my podcast, but other than that, I can never do it. I've tried writing books. I've tried writing screenplays. Um, I've tried, I've tried just writing like, um, just stories in general, just small stories. And I always have the best intentions and I have all the ideas and I plot it out and I get it ready. And then I just, it doesn't happen. I hit up, I hit a wall or I just lose steam or I just lose interest. That's happened a lot. I was, I started writing a screenplay two years ago and I was so into it. And I like sat down, I had my music blaring and it was just like pumping. I was like, yeah, and I was writing this thing. And then I like got maybe like 10, 15 pages in and I was like, man, I'm done. And that, and that's it. I never looked at it ever again. It's just like, you, you just, I just have this little spark. And then once the spark fizzles out, that's it. I don't write. So the fact that like Cooper S Beckett here could write a story, could fabricate all these characters could fabricate like the area like obviously it definitely felt like he drew off his own personal life he drew off his like his surroundings his settings and like maybe his 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 own his, his own turmoils and history but like the fact that he could like set up all of these characters could could create the band that they're looking into could create the show that he was that they're listening to could just have a beginning a middle and end and have everything flow so perfectly in such like a page turner like an like an easy to read book, but it had depth. And I, 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 I'm I, like my applause to my applause to this person because I can never fathom that alone. Even if the story did not work for me, I'm always like, I never know how people can do that. How they can just boom, burn through it and just get through it. Like whether they have writer's block and it takes time, whether they're hitting the, the, like, you know, the writing, the writer's pad, like, every day and just getting a little bit out or just writing until something clicks and then editing whatever but like i can't do it so the fact that they can do it is just good for them i just i cannot fathom how they do that but once that book gets going like in the middle like the real meat like i was saying I, you cannot put it down you cannot stop it it was a page turner like like i said other than the fact that i had to get this out like um i would have just read this all anyways i probably would have like read it for another couple days just because I am such a slow reader and I do get distracted very easily, but it was fantastic, amazing, so, so good. Um, and yeah, it's, oh, and that's okay. So let's just get into that a little bit. So the story is dark. The story is, has humor. The story is downright horrific at times. It's got um, heart. It's uh, a thriller mystery. It's very pulpy at times, which is like, I'm not saying that like in a bad way. I was just like eating it up. I was like, yes, yes, yes. Like more, more, more. And um, you just, I'm honestly, and I was just like, I was like 
thinking like even just when i was eating this up i was like this is going to be a good book i don't know if i'll read more because shocker spoiler here there's going to be more books this is just the first book of a series i don't know how long it's going to be or how many books are going to be in this series but after just finishing it like a few like an hour ago i was like i cannot wait especially with how it ended like the real ending and then like there's kind of like the little epilogue ending uh even that little epilogue ending i was like oh my goodness because the way they like set this book up, you're like, this is the character. I know what this is. Like, I definitely relate to this. And as it keeps rolling, you're like, oh my God, stuff starts to unfold, stuff starts to unravel. And you realize like even like the little like comfort that you knew with all these characters is not what it seems. I know that sounds vague, but like as you're reading this, you're going to find out what I mean. Like everything leads to something. And I love that with everything, whether it's like the film universes I talk about, whether it's um, a movie and its sequel, whether it's a game, I just, I, or even just like even just a movie within itself when something like links to something if they're like and like make sure the doctor always like knocks twice and then you're just like then like if that like leads into something else even though it was like a throwaway line you thought at the beginning of the movie you're like oh my god like like that like tim and eric gif like like mind blown i love that stuff i love 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 that stuff and like the like here's a bit of kind of spoilery so like they figure out that like within the records was like hidden music and like if you like played it backwards it had different messages and like all of like the the hidden stuff within the cover art and like that stuff to me i was like that sounds real like this whole band i don't know for sure i would assume not but like felt like a real band i felt like oh like they're like probably like this forgotten band because it was so well flushed out and like so tangible so palpable i just felt like oh like i i wanted to own those records and like i actually cringed when they had a, they opened up these records that were like old and like had the they were sealed and i was just oh my gosh and none of it's real none of it's real and like i get it now i get why people who like read books are just like oh my gosh like it was just like a little vacation because it was like i felt like all of these characters were real like they just they live in chicago and when i go to chicago i'm gonna meet all these people and i felt like the music was real like i've missed it on the radio every day it's played sort of thing and just everything the podcast i would totally listen to i, I love that it felt so real so flushed out and yeah i mean what more could you really ask for nothing felt forced nothing felt not real i mean if you have a problem with like any sort of like lgbtq sort of like vibe where it's like any sort of like um anything that's not like hetero heteronormal kind of stuff maybe it's not for you but like to me like it's not like i'm just like yeah everything has to be like one way i'm very like whatever loosey-goosey with like life because I realize that life is life, right? So everybody's gonna be different. People are people, it, it is what it is. That never once threw me off. You buy into all of the love, you buy into all of like just the normal sexual things because again, and the other side of it, people are people. People have sex, people are into whatever people are into and you just gotta be cool with it. And it's never in your face. It's never like super graphic. It's never like super lustful. It's just like a normal amount. But that being said, this book is not for children. Uh, there's definitely profanity there's definitely like um there's cursing um and there's definitely some graphic stuff like terribly not terribly violent but like i as a 25 year old turning 26 year old man was like yes yes please not for like the sexual stuff but the graphic stuff like it was dark it was creepy as hell like i, I i'm not going to shy away from that like i was like reading it i remember turning over to, to victoria and being like no and she's like what the kind of thing right and it's just like it's just it's like it's so it's it was it was like watching a movie it was so well detailed and you just felt like you were right there and i 
I'm still so blown away by this book. Like I would read it again if it wasn't 1300 pages on my phone, but yeah, I mean, it was just a fun time to read it. And, uh, I do wish that I started earlier I, back a step. I wish that I found that message earlier and that I started reading it earlier. Um, or, or that I just even started it because I wish I had this like review out earlier, like my, just my reading experience. Um, because I would have loved for this author to just have this a boatload of pre-orders from me. Whether like I know I'm like I'm like who's kidding who? Right? I only have like maybe like twenty listeners every episode, but that could have been twenty book sales, you know. And I would have loved if they came from me because I love it. I will push this book for as much as I can, and I'm super looking forward to like the new episode. Um, so yeah, if you like mysteries, if you like pulp, if you like paranormal stuff because there's lots of it lots of it so so audrey and osgood they were ghost hunters and the podcast that osgood runs is called the spectral inspector which you can find more about the books uh this book and the book series if you go to instagram at spectral inspector um and that's not literally like a plug but i know i'll forget it but so yeah mysteries ghost hunting paranormal horror there's tons of supernatural like myth um like medieval type tolkien um lore um and there's like espionage there's like hacking there's like stalking there's like love there's humor this book's got it all and i'm not saying like this is like the next lord of the rings or like the next like citizen kane of like movies for books but it was a fun solid read and this this author deserves like all the recognition there were a couple boogaboos i had with the book there really was but like nothing that like nothing that took me away from anything like it was just all stuff that i was just like all right enough like we've seen this like a hundred times or like the thing that got me would be like if zach was like hey guys like what are we doing and like oscar would just be like i'm not a guy and it's just like all right enough like like we (laughs) most people just say like hey guys like a generality like it's just means like hello group of people um but you know small thing you know it's it's a tiny tiny thing in an overall amazing book um, and I looked past it right away. I was like, I was writing down like things that were going to bug me. And I have my note on my phone. That's really the only note that I wrote, like, like things that, that I didn't enjoy because I was enjoying so much. And I had one thing and the one thing by the end of the book, I was like, it's not really an issue. It kind of resolves itself. And so like, yeah, I, I can't say anything bad about it. Um, the only, like, I guess this is like a bugaboo that has nothing to do with the actual theming or tones or anything like that. It's just like, sometimes the dialogue and by the way just like this this author has other books this is like by no means is this like a just a an underground like internet author who's like doing like i don't know like fan fiction stuff like this is a very professional very well made well written book that you can get in paper you can buy it on amazon it's a book um just in case anybody just thought like if tyler's getting, <laughs> if tyler's getting a, a book review to do then like it's got to be a nothing book like no this is like i'm hyped as hell this is like a good real very real book that you can get you can buy um but the only thing i didn't get but uh i didn't get, i did get but i didn't understand would be like you'd have like osgood who'd be like drunken or like high and just be like would say something that'd be very out of character you have zach who's like very like still faced very like rugged um to the point and then he would say something like you're fabulous or something like that and i'd be like but he hasn't talked like that the whole book well it didn't throw me out of anything because like after a while you just go with the flow because it'd be the same if you're watching a movie or a show i was just like ah well you know but i get it you know sometimes you just interject a bit of yourself you interject a bit of your your surrounding world or you just 
you've put something in there because you want because it's your book right do whatever but that was that was really it um it's very 90s super 90s little 80s i loved by the way that osgood's first car was a buick because that was my first car too uh unlike a sky was a skylark i had a lesaber um and i still think about that car all the time it was my favorite yeah uh I don't know really what else to say. It, 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 I don't have a rating system because I've never really rated anything. But if I did, it'd definitely be like a five out of five stars. Like it was a it was a perfect book for me. Easy reading, layered, dark, creepy, felt super real, and it, it touched on a bunch of different topics and genres that I loved. And I loved all the characters. The characters all felt real. Um, nothing felt forced, and it was super professional. My only downside was that it was a bit too long, and that's only because. <laughs> I am basically a Neanderthal when it comes to reading books, and nothing about the book felt long, if that makes any sense. It's just that I am challenged when it comes to focusing on books. But yeah, I as far as I know, I feel like I wanted to say so much more, but it's I, I love that it was a strong female character. Um, I love that there was platonic and romantic and like lustful relationships because you get it all, and I love that uh, my big thing that I like, like, Audrey and Osgood have this connection and then Osgood's also like kind of seeing somebody on the side and like is reeling over a different relationship my favorite was Zach and Osgood's relationship when they were like in peak um like figuring out like you know like (laughs) crazy person like yarning strings like yep and yep and yep like piecing everything together and like figuring out stuff and scanning stuff and like you sleep I got this you sleep I got this that was like my favorite that their relationship is my favorite that was probably my favorite part of the whole book um but yeah strong female character it's definitely horror slash thriller but there's lots of other little sprinkles in there um yeah i'd rate it five stars i guess and uh yeah it just came out so this came out on april 22nd and you can get it on amazon so for my american listeners you can get it on you can buy it on Amazon. You can get it from um, Barnes and Noble. Uh, everybody, I think, can get it on Apple Books, uh, Kobo. Um, oh, I feel like there's a few other ones that you can get this at. You can well, you obviously you can buy it on Amazon both uh, in Canada and the states. Um, there's a small price difference, but really nothing. You know, after conversion, I think it'd even be cheaper to get it on Amazon.ca. But I will have to say i cannot recommend this enough that you should go to spectralinspector.com which is s-p-e-c-t-r sorry s-p-e-c-t-r-a-l-i-n-s-p-e-c-t-o-r.com and then buy it directly from cooper s beckett the author of the book who's so kind to give me a free copy of this because that is directly supporting him that's no middleman you're just going directly to him he's going to get you the book I don't know how that works. I'm going to probably buy a book, like a paperback, once I'm finished with this. But if it says, like, how you heard about it, you know, if you want to say you, you found out about them here, I'd appreciate it. I was, uh, just a little sidebar here, um, I was going to just have, like, a little bloop, a little blurb. Um, I was going to do another episode and just have this as a blurb. But after I finished reading this, I was like, there's no way. There's so much to talk about. And I wish, I wish I could do more spoilers because, like, there's so much like when you're reading a book you imagine stuff but like i was just like i was listening to a 
bunch of music as I do because I have to have music on when I'm reading or doing any sort of work like writing because it keeps me focused I don't know why but super loud music always does it for me like euro dance or just anything but like the more repetitive and the less words keeps me focused I don't know what that means but um yeah I was just burning through it and I was like there's no way I don't even know where I was going with this like I am a complete scatterbrain as you guys have like definitely learned listening to this that's why I usually try to write it out but um if there is some sort of a little um blurb let them know that uh you you found out by listening here um I I will be doing that other episode the other two episodes that I promised now um now that I'm just doing this episode um because again, this was going to be a blurb. I was going to put it in another one, but I was like, this can't be just confined to like 10 minutes because I want to talk about so much more. Oh, right. That's what I was going to talk about. So like the the Lord of the Hinterlands, who like they is like kind of like the antagonist for this book, right? Um, it's kind of like the, the, the being that everything kind of builds up into. And I'm not going to say how or why or what happens, but like you definitely like get like this very creepy, like, um lucifer type deity like thing like come with me and like i'll lead you to like this better place like the way like he switches the font to italics i was just like oh my gosh right oh my gosh like it's it felt so cryptic and so like surreal and like dark and i loved it i was eating it up but like until like you get more of a description of like what he is i just imagine him from like have you guys seen like the black cauldron like the disney film i just imagine him as like the horned king that's how i just imagine him like creepy like curly bony hands like reaching out and like just tattered like rags and he'd be like come like blah 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 right and, like come over to me and i'll like i'll set you free like some sort of like rhyming like gimmick and it's just ugh. And especially when like the they start to figure out more about him and like how twisted this like this whatever this is this being is it's like oh my gosh so i can't say anymore i'd love to say more and maybe eventually i'll talk about like this book in detail after I've sat with it a little bit more, maybe reread a little bit, but I want you guys so, so, so badly to read this. So I will um, plug it. I will have it in the show notes. Um, there's going to be no Nancy poetry on this episode. So if you're waiting to hear her, I know, I know, but she's, I didn't give her any warning. This was like an impromptu episode, but hopefully Nancy will be on the next couple episodes. You can listen to Nancy um, and Outro Apparel, just give a shout out to them. It's not a very good shout out. I don't, uh, I don't have my, my, uh, my little script here, but, um, you know, Outro Apparel, you know what they're about. And yeah, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll give a, pl- I'll put them in the show notes too. Sorry for that. Like terrible, terrible plug, but this show is kind of about, um, you know, Osgood, Osgood is gone. The Spectral Inspector number one. Um, so a huge, 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 huge thank you to Cooper S. Beckett, who was beyond, um, amazing to even reach out to me this like little unknown podcast and um, I appreciate it so much how like how um, how much communication we had about like the book and like you being super super um, nice about uh, me getting uh, being late more or less um, with this review because uh, I know you definitely were wanting um, blurbs you were definitely wanting um, reviews and like advanced readers to like get their thoughts and opinions and I'm sorry that I didn't help you out there I'm hoping this gets you some 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 purchases at least some reads what in whatever format that is and um thank you so much i cannot wait to read the next book which by the way let me just pull up the little phone here there is going to be another book um called oh my gosh tyler which i love this too so there is going to be another book and it's called osgood riddance 
right? Good riddance is the other one. Oz good is gone. My, my always my favorite, if I was ever going to like do a book was going to be just in time, you know, I love those kind of like word puns. But anyways, so the next book is going to be called Oz good riddance. And if you guys want more, you read this book and you're like, damn, this is good. You can always go on that same website I told you, spectralinspector.com, and you can get more short stories, you can get advanced chapters, and you get updates, and uh, I couldn't recommend it enough. I, honestly, I am super looking forward to this book now. I'm not a huge reader, but I am invested as crazy, and um, yeah, so check it out. It is, yeah, it's, 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 if you're into thrillers, you're into mystery, you're into horror, uh, and, you, and, you, and you're in for some like, and you're down for like some kind of like adult kind of content on, on all ends of the spectrum this is the book for you uh so yeah thanks again thanks so much for listening and uh yeah i'll catch you guys real soon the next episodes i'm going to do is one on love death and robots which is a show on netflix it's like an anthology series which is perfect it's amazing i've watched it twice probably three times now it's so 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 good and then after that or before that but it will be um on king kong 1976 and king kong libs I don't know which ones are going to come out first, but they're coming out next and they're coming out soon. And I've got lots and lots and lots planned after that. I've got at least five or six episodes ready to go after that. And then obviously so much more after that. So thank you so, so much for listening. And please, please go support Cooper S. Beckett and his book, Osgood is Gone. All right. So Tyler out. And now, folks, it's time to say good night. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>